every Wednesday morning, we, we check in with Jim Olander of the Sioux Falls Stampede. Kello AM is the proud flagship station of the Sioux Falls Stampede. Love to hear how the team is doing. So Jim joins us this morning. Good morning, buddy. How are you? I'm doing great, Greg. Great to be with you. Well, let's uh, let's start with the I'm, – I'm hesitant to want to replay last weekend's uh, events, but we knew it was going to be a tough weekend with the Stampede taking on Fargo and then the Sioux City Musketeers kind of put a damper on the, the fighting wiener dogs on Saturday. Let's talk about this past weekend. Yeah, it was not uh, it was not good. So we won't uh, uh, I won't bore everyone with an in depth detail because there's no need. And and your show ends at nine o'clock, so we need to, uh, <laughs> need to keep this. Keep this I always feel moving. like I'm picking a scab when I bring this stuff up. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot more fun to do these when we've played well. That's <laughs> uh, but I still enjoy being on. I still enjoy. Yeah. No, I understand. Um, yeah, yeah. Friday was you know, boof. It was just not a. Not a good night for us. We went up to Fargo, and and obviously, you know, the weekend before we had struggled against them. We were kind of hoping that um, we could turn the page. And and honestly, I, I'm not. I'm honestly not really sure. Still, what happened? Um, I'm not sure if we were intimidated, um, if we were a little nervous, um, maybe a little bit of both, because we just didn't look like ourselves out there. That's for sure. And and certainly, you know, again. Uh, people are are tired of me hearing and, and an excuse that Fargo is good, but they are. They've only lost five games uh, all season in regulation for a reason. Um, but the the way we played on Friday, they're they're not you know they're not a, a twelve to four better team than we are, and uh, we just didn't play well. And uh, it was a kind of a weird game because we you know in, in spurts again we we played okay. Um, you know, we we fell behind three nothing. We got a goal uh, to get back in the game, and then you know, early in the second period, um, you know, they came out with a couple of goals, and all of a sudden we're down five to one. But then, you know, we got a little bit of a spark, and we scored two goals, I think, twenty or twenty five seconds apart, and uh, made it a five to three game. And and it looked like we were gonna, you know, we were gonna turn the corner, and then um, you know, we, we just weren't able to get that fourth goal early enough and and they end up um you know getting a six goal and then the wheels just kind of fell off in the third period we just you know kind of completely imploded um and they took it to us and you know we end up losing 12 to 4 which is you know without a doubt the the worst loss of the season for us and the worst loss in in probably franchise history so um it just wasn't uh wasn't to be and and it wasn't a great performance. You know, they played well. Um, but again, we, you know, we're certainly not that far off uh, of of a, a team like Fargo. And, and, you know, again, we just didn't play well and, and didn't deserve, probably got deserve, probably got what we deserved and, and just got, you know, rolled. So um, that was tough. And then, you know, and then you've got the, you've got the, the tough turnaround of, of coming back here and, um, you know, playing a big game in front of a great crowd and um, on Saturday. And, and unfortunately, you know, we, we got into a similar situation. Um, you know, we actually, <clears throat> we played the first on Saturday, we played the first five minutes. Well, I thought we used the energy from the crowd. Um, guys were into it. We had a couple of great chances and, 
And again, it's easy to say what if, but, you know, I really do think if we maybe could have scored the first goal on Saturday, it would have been a different, it would have been a different game because I just think the, the energy in the building was electric. Uh, fan support was unbelievable. People were excited to be there. Um, and I think that would really would have lifted us. And unfortunately, you know, when you, when you fall behind, um, especially in front of a big crowd, then you start trying to do too much, right? Then guys start to try and make plays. Um, <clears throat> you kind of individually try to take over the game and, and that just doesn't work in hockey. And, and that happens, that happens from time to time. Um, and those types of games. And, you know, again, we fell behind three, nothing, uh, we were able to get a goal and, and get a little energy. And then, you know, uh, right at the end of the first period, uh, Beckett Hendrickson, who scored her first goal, you know, had a breakaway and, and nearly scored at the buzzer and their goalie made a great save. And, and again, you, you sit back and wonder if he scores that it's three to two and we're going into the locker room with a lot of energy um, you know, might've been different, but, uh, unfortunately just wasn't meant to be. And, um, we actually outshot two city in the game and, and outchanced them, but, uh, we just gave them too many easy plays. We made some, some bad mistakes. We gave them, you know, two or three breakaways. Um, you know, we had an unlucky play where our defenseman fell down. They came in all alone and scored, uh, just those types of, those types of mistakes that you can't have at this time of year. So that was the downside. Um, I will say the positive is it, it was still an unbelievable night, uh, a record crowd, you know, 11,000 fans, the most to ever watch wiener dog night. We've been able to wow. to add some seats that we didn't have in the past. So um, I, I know there's always people on Facebook that we had the one guy that, that had to make a comment about, well, how is it possible to have more? Well, that's why we have more seats. So it was, uh, it was pretty cool to, it was pretty cool to see, uh, the energy in the building. I mean, in all honesty, Greg, I mean, our fans are just so great. I mean, even, even in the third period, um, you know, we're down six to one and, and there's still a big buzz in the building. And obviously it wasn't completely full anymore, but there were a lot of people that still hung out, you know, and this is after the dog races and, and all that has been completed and um, says a lot about our fan base and the people coming to our game. So, you know, we're, we're excited about, um, uh, about that and the future of, of Stampede Hockey. So it was the, the races were great. Letty won uh, uh, the championship for, I think, the third time now, and I think it's the third <laughs> time maybe in five years. So uh, it was uh, it was fun to see. Um, you know, we had a dog parade before the game with, with the dogs. We had the most dogs we've ever had. We had 46 dogs race. Um, all of them were in the wiener dog parade before. We had a great costume. That's a lot of little legs shuffling, baby. <laughs> It is, and I've had a few people tell me that they watched, and they were like, "Holy cow! I can't believe how quick those dogs move, and how and how many of them run." And um, that's kind of where that's kind of where we've gotten to in Sioux Falls. That you know, people have their their dogs trained, ready to go. This isn't, uh, you know, back in the the early days. You know, we we were lucky if we got three or four dogs to run. Now, you know, there's only two or three dogs that are still kind of looking at you like, "What am I doing out here?" Most of them are are trained and ready to go. So it was. Uh, it was really fun to see. It was a great night. I think people, you know, despite the score, um, which is, you know, disappointing and, and I feel terrible for our fans that, that we didn't play better. Uh, but I think everybody still had a great time. We had a lot of fun entertainment things going on in the, in the concourse. And, um, just overall, it was, it was still a great night and, and obviously for a great cause. And, uh, it's just fun to see, you know, something personally I'm proud of to, to see after 17 years to see the support 
you know, not only continue to be there, but actually continue to grow. And, um, you know, our hope is that we made a few more hockey fans and Stampede fans uh, that night as well. And that people want to come back and, and see what a Stampede game is all about. Cause uh, I, I thought Saturday was a great example of that, that, you know, we want to win. We're trying to put a competitive team on the ice. We're going to have some bumps um, and, and we're here to win hockey games, but you know what? We, we have fun and entertainment so that on those nights where maybe we don't play as well, you're still going to walk away and, and say that you had a good time. Um, and I thought Saturday night was a, was a great example of that. Jim Olander of the Sioux Falls Stampede is my guest. We check in with Jim every, every Wednesday. So let, let's, let's dive into this, this past weekend a little bit because, you know, you and I were talking last week about the Fargo force and, you know, knowing Fargo is a tough team. And last week, you know, a couple of games against them and, and it was tough, but the games were close. So what, how do you kind of reset after feeling like, you know, you talked about both of these games this past weekend, both against Fargo and Sioux City, where the other teams get out to a three to nothing lead. That is really unheard of for the Sioux Falls Stampede. What kind of things do you guys focus on then? Well, you know, for one, you're 100% right. You just can't let that happen. I mean, we can't. And and I think in all honesty, Greg, what happened in Fargo is sometimes when you're not playing well against someone and you you give up those first couple goals, you start to think, "Uh uh-oh, here we go again. And I honestly think that's kind of what happened to us on Friday. Um, So, you know, we've kind of got to hit the reset button. I, I think for us, you know, here's the good thing. Prior to these stretch with, with Fargo and, and Sioux City, we were 6-2-2. Two and two. And I think that's why we're probably, honestly, I think we're a little surprised, right? Because I think we thought we were going to compete better, and for whatever right. reason, we just didn't. Um, but we were playing some pretty good hockey. And, and we, you know, we, we, went to, uh, we went to Dallas. Uh, we, beat Far- we beat Dubuque, um, got three or four points against Dubuque, probably outplayed them. Uh, you know, five of the, the six periods that, that we played them in regulation. So um, we definitely know, I think that's a good thing. We know what we're capable of. Um, and, and now it's just kind of getting the confidence back with the team a little bit. These guys have got to kind of reset, look at themselves, and and uh, you got to start looking at what, what were things that we were doing, you know, that made us successful. And, and really, I think the frustrating part, but um, maybe the good thing, uh, is that a lot of our issues over these last two weeks have been self-inflicted wounds. And that may sound dumb, but I say a good thing in that it is correctable. I, I don't think it was one of these things where we're that, you know, overmatched or our team is just not the, as talented. It's just, you know. Um, I think you proved that. Be, yeah, I think you proved yeah, that. Even, e- even in the losses to Fargo previous to that, you know, you guys had held right in there. Yeah, you know, and, and a lot of it, we just got to place better decisions, uh, take care of the puck. You know, those are things that we were doing. Um, I also think for our team, you know, it was a little bit of a switch. We're a team that, you know, we do have some offensive power. Um, for the majority of the year, we've been a great puck possession team. And, and the last four games, you know, we've played two teams that have, have done a better job maybe of possession the puck. And really, Fargo – even more so than Sioux City, because we still outshot Sioux City and outpossessed them. Um, so I think it, it maybe caught us off guard a little bit in, in an unfamiliar spot. So um, I think, the, in all honesty, I think really if you look at our team, too, one thing, Greg, that we've just got to get better is our special teams. They have not been good. Um, I know the coaches are working on changing that. 
Um, our power play has struggled. Um, our penalty kill, which had been good, has been struggling a lot. Um, and those are two pieces that, you know, those are going to be the difference in, in you winning and losing games, especially down the stretch. So we've got to find a way. Um, <clears throat> the power play is probably a little bit more of a head scratcher than um, than the penalty kill. And, and I say that just in that, you know, the, the personnel that we have on our power play are, our top guys that are scoring goals five on five. So it's just more of a confidence thing and um, maybe getting a lucky bounce and, and getting a roll. But, uh, you know, we, we've got to find a way to score on the power play. Um, we got to do a little bit better of <clears throat> job of staying out of the box. We took some, you know, unnecessary penalties that hurt us. But, you know, you are going to get penalties and you are going to be on the penalty kill. And um, we've got a couple guys, I think, that have done extremely well. Um, we've just got to get everybody, you know, um, uh, on the right page and, and finding a way we, you know, and that starts with, with everyone. We've got to defend better. Um, we've got to make saves when, when those, um, chances come for the other team. So it's a, it's a little bit of everybody's got to look themselves in the mirror and, and, um, and see what can they do to help the team and what have they done in the past that's helped the team. And, um, right now I, I honestly think it's a lot of just confidence. And if we can, if we can come out, you know, and start playing a little bit better. And, and again, it's baby steps. You know, it's, we'll talk in a second about this weekend. It's not going to get any easier. Um, but you've, you've got to, uh, you know, if you can just be competitive in a game and we can be in a close game, even if we're not able to win, that's going to do a lot for our confidence. Um, and then I think the wins will start to come and, and we'll start to, to turn the corner again. So um, we've just got to get back to, to the basics, get back to, controlling what we can control and, and trying to stop trying to, to over to, to, to overthink and to do too much. It's uh, simplifying the game. It sounds like coach speak, but uh, that's really what it is. Sometimes when you're not playing well, um, you know, individuals try to take over and not in a bad way, but they're just trying to do too much. And then guys are gripping their sticks a little bit harder. And, and that's when you start to see errors and mistakes and, um, and frustration. So we, we've got to just settle ourselves down a little bit and uh, get our confidence back up, and, and I think we can get back to, to being where we want to be. Jim Olander of the Sioux Falls Stampede is here. So let's uh, let's look ahead to this weekend. Green Bay, uh, the Green Bay Gamblers coming to town. Uh, a couple of more home games at the Denny Sanford Premier Center coming up this Friday and Saturday night. What what will be going on? Yeah, it's going to be um, <clears throat> it's going to be a big weekend for us. Um, Obviously, you know, you mentioned being at home and, and this is the last weekend that we're home, uh, for a month. So we're, we're, we're on the road, uh, till March 17th after this weekend. So, uh, last chance for people to, to come and, and check it out. Um, Green Bay is the opponent both Friday and Saturday. Friday night, um, is our hockey talks night. So we're, We've teamed up with, with Angela and Fight Like a Ninja, um, and it's, it's a mental health awareness night, which uh, I think, you know, for everyone is important, especially in sports. Um, and so we'll be wearing some specialty uh, warm-up jerseys that, uh, uh, that'll benefit Fight Like a Ninja, which is a scholarship program and a big tournament that gets put on each year by Angela Drake from Two Men in a Truck. <clears throat> she has a personal story of, of her daughter who unfortunately lost her life in, in battle with mental illness. And she um, has done just a phenomenal job of, of, of going out and sharing her story um, and helping raise awareness and, and just, you know, letting people know that there's people there, that there are people to talk to um, that those in need 
the help is there. And, and that's really what the night's about. So we're going to be, um, we're going to be wearing those jerseys that'll be auctioned off through an auction. Um, and the players will be wearing those for warmups. And then we'll be making um, some PSAs and some informational type things throughout the course of the night uh, to, to help raise awareness and, and help fight like a ninja, which I think uh, is obviously, or I shouldn't say, I think I know is a, is a great program. And um, I think people will enjoy the night. So that's, that's Friday night at seven Oh five. And then, and then Saturday night, um, is going to be a fun night too. It's going to be our throwback night, um, where we're kind of celebrating, uh, as we have throughout the course of the season, but we're celebrating, um, the history of the stampede in our 25 years of existence. And, um, the, the big highlight of the night is, uh, we're bringing back, uh, Nate Prosser, who is a former stampede captain, um, played at Colorado college and then spent, uh, I think 10, 11 years in the national hockey league with the majority of it with, um, and Nate is just, a an unbelievable person, uh, probably one of my favorite players of all time, just a, a great human being. And um, we're excited to get him to come back. So he's going to be signing autographs um, from doors open at five o'clock until five forty-five, And then he'll be taking part in our uh, ceremonial puck drop uh, prior to the game starting. Um, and he'll be at the game. And then we've got, uh, <clears throat> you know, we'll be kind of saluting 25 years of stampede hockey throughout the night. And then uh, after the game, fans can bring their skates and they can uh, skate with their favorite Stampede players right after the game for 30 minutes on the ice. And for non-skating fans, we'll have uh, several players available to sign autographs as well, uh, just off the ice. So uh, it'll be a, a fun night of, of different things to do and, and for the family to come out and enjoy. And then, um, you know, and then we've got the battle with, with Green Bay, who you know, they're only, uh, they come in, I think, third place in their division. They're only uh, two points out of second place, and I think six points out of first place. So um, I feel like I say it every week because our league is that hard, but it doesn't get any easier. They're going to be a, a, a challenge, uh, but also fun, a team we haven't seen in several years and a team we don't get to play very often. So for our fans, an opportunity to see an Eastern Conference team too and, and see how we match up in a, in a battle with, uh, with Green Bay. Well, uh, best of luck to to, uh, to you guys. For folks who want to go to the game either on Friday or, or Saturday night coming up this weekend, how do they go about getting tickets, Jim? Yep, you can uh, stop by our office at 1111 North Lake Avenue. You can go to the Cowland box office uh, right there at the Premier Center, get your tickets, and um, you know we'll be down to just three home games after this weekend. So uh, now's the time to come on out and see the team. We've also got our flex books available. Uh, which uh, now extend into next season. So you can catch some of the games here towards the end of the season and, and have some left for, for next year too. And um, we've still got two months to go. It's a little bit of a crazy schedule, so we've still got plenty of games. But uh, as far as being at home, it's going to be a while since you'll get to see the herd. So we hope to see everybody out this weekend with some great support and uh and i think we'll have some better hockey for you on the ice as well yeah really hoping the team can shake off this past weekend uh and i'm sure that's it's got to be a little bit challenging but it seems like this team has shown what they're capable of so far in this season and uh there's there's greatness there i think jim not to overstate anything but i think there's greatness there there, there is. Uh, we definitely know what we're capable of. We just got to get back to it. And, and if it doesn't work out, you know, then uh, Greg Belford is going to come in and talk to the team next <laughs> to, to get us back on track. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, 
That alone, just the threat of that will get them playing better. <laughs> hey, Jim, good to talk to you. Best of luck this weekend, buddy. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. Yeah, Have a great day. You too. Take care. Jim Olander of the Sioux Falls Stampede. Jim joins us every Wednesday morning.